Welcome back to BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM. Eddie Gross, Joe Ostrowski, and Aaron Hawksworth here with you. Coming up in about 20 minutes, it's our lightning bets, our favorite plays for the evening. But we were talking about this during the break. Like, why are there two Monday night football games for Week 14? And they're happening simultaneously. No staggered start like we had a few weeks ago. Uh, No late night West Coast game, which I certainly liked uh, all the way back in the day. What's going on here? I don't, so how are they handling the broadcasting on this? One's ABC, one's ESPN. Okay. I don't know. I have no idea. So we're almost done with the buys. I think there are only two teams on buy this week. So mm-hmm. they had that ability because they're almost, yeah, 30 teams playing where you wouldn't even notice it. Mm-hmm. Um, were they concerned that both of these games would suck? Which they kind of do. Uh, they might. <laughs> they might. Yeah, like maybe. Oh, well, we, we don't have one good game. strong but, in that one. <laughs> yeah, we'll give you two mediocre games, and then maybe one of them will be okay. And maybe we'll have your attention with one of the games. Like how are they, It's going to be interesting how they handle it. Do you give updates on the other game? Case okay. our sister station, go over there if you don't like this. <laughs> I don't it, really mind maybe, it. I like yeah, having Aaron. two games on a Monday. I just, oh, I just want the staggered starts. That's all. Yeah, the, I agree with you, especially with the NHL, how they did that. I thought other sports would take a look at it. Yeah, yeah. Started mm-hmm. an hour later, whatever. By the way, the Manning cast is going to be going back and forth. Oh, no. So they're going to be like, like people at home flipping, probably. Like, okay, this game's interesting now, or this drive. Let's jump to that game. I think that's a good idea. I like that. I do too, because they are going to have, you know, producers in the booth keeping an eye on where the better action is in that way. I think it's a cool way to watch the game. I might just watch the Manning cast. Don't do any guess. Just do that. Go back and forth. The guests are too much uh, now. I'm with you. I hate the, guess. the yeah. guests. Yeah. Annoying. No. Yeah. No. Are people turning on for the guests? They want no. the Mannings. That's the draw. Mm-hmm. get out of here what what is it like when when pardon the interruption was a thing i mean like really in its heyday like the guest segments are always the most poorly rated like it's usually like oh was it sal- i think so like if you broke down tv ratings by segment it was the guest segments that performed the worst that would make sense to me actually because yeah like you come out of the box firing these are my strongest opinion they're yelling at each other about the hottest topics of the day. And then it's just, are you want to talk about a letdown? Unless it's a huge name. It's like, yeah. Yeah, I mm-hmm. can see that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, something newsworthy. I also wonder too, uh, before we start to actually look at line movements, the Jets are mm-hmm. at home uh, Sunday morning or you know Sunday afternoon rather, uh, East Coast time. So it might be just a scheduling snafu where if the Giants and Jets just both happen to be home, then maybe you have to move one to Monday or something like that. Maybe that has something to do with it. I don't know. Sure, um, but sure. My educated guess, just, just looking at the rest of the schedule. Yeah. Um, shall we start with Thursday night uh, with the Patriots and the Steelers? The total is a comical 30. And when it was at 31 and a half, 32 uh, yesterday, oh I'm like, oh, the under's great here. Like, how in the world are the Patriots going to score here, uh, even against an average to below average defense in the Steelers, uh, if they play poorly? Uh, 
I mean, do you feel the same way, Joe? Like this could get even worse and there is a tipping point for when you can't do the under anymore? Hey, by the way, we got an over last night. Monday Night Football over. Was that two oh, this year? I think. Uh, two. There's no way. <laughs> yeah. There's no way in hell I bet over on this game. 30, I don't care. 29, <laughs> don't care. Not betting over in this game. It Trubisky mm -hmm. against... Maybe Zappy who just got shut out by a mediocre Chargers defense? No, 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 no. What's what number would it? I would not bet over. Like I'm twenty-eight thinking, and a half is what we said yesterday. <laughs> I still wouldn't bet over. I would if I had to bet. I would go under that number. Like at twenty-seven, really? am I considering it? Mm -hmm. These two offenses, yeah. I'm fine with it. Yeah. I'm not betting over under any circumstance. I'm not. Oh, man. I finally – I thought the Steelers offensively might have had something. Now Kenny Pickett's gone. He's getting surgery. I don't know what to make of these. I guess the under is the only play, but I should have bet it yesterday when it was 31 and a half. <laughs> get get a little CLV in your uh, low 30s total. Like, this is the era exactly. we are in in the NFL, and it's absolutely ridiculous. Uh, how about we move on now to the Jaguars and the Browns? And this certainly is significant uh, because the latest that I'm seeing on Trevor Lawrence, there's not a whole lot to go on right now, uh, but Mike Garofalo uh, said there is optimism. Trevor Lawrence's injury, uh, an ankle sprain, isn't bad, and that's a credit to the Jaguars' quarterback's flexibility. Not the first time he's been rolled and avoided serious injury. So right now, the Browns at home are two-and-a-half-point favorites with a total of 31-and-a-half. Safe to say that the Jaguars, you know, will be going to uh, C.J. Beathard for this contest. Uh, but as far as, like, a battle of two backup quarterbacks, how in the world do you handle this line movement, Joe? Yeah, and so – we we say two and a half loosely because I see a one and a half. I see a bunch of twos out there. So it's really kind of, mm -hmm. we're, we're trying to figure out exactly what it is. Common sense after last night, and it's a short week. Like Lawrence is not playing in this game, right? I'd say so. I would I'd be, say you're right. I'd be very surprised if he were to play. Now, so what is the adjustment for Trevor Lawrence to Bethard? Um, right now it's not that much. My sense is that they're still kind of playing it down the middle a little bit. Uh, maybe that one and a half is going with the assumption. L let's say one and a half is where it closes, which is the low end right now. Um, so they're saying the downgrade is two points. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Is there any way that this flips? I think there is a way. Is it DTR or Flacco? Well, I mean, no, you know, I, I, I misspoke because it is Cleveland as the favorite. Mm -hmm. And so, so it went from, what was it before yesterday? Well, the look ahead was Jacksonville three and a half. Mm -hmm. So I don't know if the so, number was posted yesterday. So we're talking about an adjustment. Jeez, that seems like a lot. Doesn't it? It's it's interesting because it almost factors in what you're talking about from earlier in terms of how good has Trevor Lawrence been this season, right? Like we right. have said, okay, how many games has he really won? 
I, I mean, maybe one or two, but with these razor thin margins, uh, you know, with the Texans breathing down your necks and to an extent the Colts are as well, even that little bit has been enough. He still has been in some ways, you know, tied for the best quarterback in the division. I mean, CJ Stroud has, has more than impressed us. Some of that may just be expectations from a rookie quarterback, but Trevor Lawrence, all of his quarterback metrics have kind of been baked into where it hasn't moved a whole lot. And maybe that's right. Maybe the market is getting it right here. And I, and I get the idea, I mean, backup quarterback on the road, tough defense. But if this gets to three, I'll, I'll take Jacksonville plus three with Bathard. And you would think mm-hmm. once it's announced that he's in, Aaron, like it's going to continue to move. That's what always happens, even though we probably know that he's going to be in. Yeah, and then also, I mean, the Browns have a much better defense still. The Jags defense, as we talked about earlier, just hasn't been impressive as of late. Um, and then do we know, is it DTR? He's questionable, right? Or are they just going to stick with Flacco? Yeah, I don't think we know anything with any quarterback really at this point. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I just leave air, Brown. I would matter. take that That's one and a half point. now. Probably one. That's a good question out there. What would you do? I I, I think the Giants are going to be faced with that this week too. Tyrod, if he can go, or do you Mm -hmm. say DeVito won a couple games? Like, why not one more week? Right. Or or are you willing to take your chances knowing full well if you lose, it's not that big of a deal, Aaron? Yeah. I mean, if Flacco can give you one more game. The, the Jags just, man, they've been disappointing. I don't know what other way to put it. There's not a lot to like about them to where I want to back them, no matter who the quarterback is right now. Yeah. Well, Aaron, just... let me ask you mm-hmm. Let me ask you this, Aaron, because we go back to Sunday's game between the Browns and the Rams. Cleveland got gashed by a Rams offense. And, I mean, you're the Rams whisperer here in this group. It's something where – were we really impressed with what the Browns defense did? It felt like the Rams, you know, Stafford threw for 279 yards. Kyron Williams rushed for 88 yards with a touchdown. Were we impressed by this Browns defense? Or are they coming back down to reality? And if so, isn't that exactly what a backup quarterback should be seeing? A defense that is on the way down. Gosh, that's a good point. You allow the Rams to put up 36. What happened to the Browns defense? Can they have a bounce back game? Because that's pretty much what you're going to be counting on this week in this matchup is they need to show up. Yeah, I just, is Trevor Lawrence worth six points? I know we're going through zero and there are different rules with that, but that's what the movement is saying, that he's worth six points. I don't think he is. Not this year, no. No. Yeah. No, not at all. And, and I mean, I don't have an update on Christian Kirk as of now, but, I mean, you're taking away a key weapon. And then another weapon mm-hmm. in Calvin Ridley hasn't been utilized all that much. I, I mean, at some point, these things start to add up, right? Like, this can't be just, okay, Trevor Lawrence can sure. work with just about anybody. Like, even the aces in the hole are not really functioning. So, I, I yeah, it, it's too much. I, I don't like it. And... There, there are a lot of sort of conflicting forces where this one I would have to unpack a good bit more as far as figuring out what in the world to go to go off of. Um, sure. 
As far as uh, the rest of the slate in week 14, uh, Joe, what is something else that stands out to you as far as uh, some key movements? And again, these things are going to be fluctuating a good bit because, uh, you know, the the backup quarterback situations. I mean, I know uh, Chiefs Bills may be an interesting one to go off of Chiefs two and a half point favorites. Uh, That one stand out or something else? Uh, Something else, because and, and I think a lot of the movement that we've seen early on here, it makes perfect sense to me. And one that I agree with when I saw a post that I said that's wrong is when Detroit was minus five at Chicago. Like, no, that's not. We just saw Detroit lucky to beat the Bears at home with that comeback with two late touchdowns. And there were five point road favorites. That's been brought down by the market. It seems to me that uh, the betting market, especially over the last month, it loves the Bears. And I get it. They're trending up, man. And, and if you look at the history with Justin Fields against the Lions and it popped again, his rushing yards were, were up there, that he's great against them. And uh, it it's early in the week. It's Tuesday morning. But the conditions are not going to be great for Jared Goff, who, when he plays outdoors and bad conditions, has really had some struggles. Uh, I like the Bears here. And I would not be shocked. I don't see it happening, but I would not be shocked if that number moves inside of three. Wow. So get the three and a half now. I mean, is the Jared Goff outdoors thing? I don't. How much do you lean into that? Is it? I need to see the numbers on how bad he is outdoors. for For me, it's more about the Bears trending up and the lines trending down. Um, well, yeah, the Lions, I want to get to that. Yeah. The turnovers, there's been so much, so many bad head scratching things lately with the Lions and it all started on Thanksgiving, maybe even before that, actually the week before that. And it just hasn't turned mm-hmm. around. Yeah. The Lions just seem like a team to fade now. I thought maybe they would have had a bounce back spot and then they just proved to me that they're not capable. They are not capable of that right now. Well, look, I mean, it's. Rain, wind, They the Lions want to run the ball. The Bears are great at stopping the run, okay? So mm-hmm. if we're going to have winds like 20, 30 miles per hour, like they're, like they're saying could happen, okay, Goff, you got to move the ball by passing it. Uh, okay, good luck. I, I don't know how that's going to work. Mm-hmm. And then I, I just it feels with his explosion, like that could play a big role. I don't know. I would like the Bears getting the points. And you're right. There is a three and a half out there, but everybody else is already at three, moving two full points. It's also telling this total is 40, expecting both offenses to sputter a good bit. Yeah. I mean, is that something where because of the conditions you want to slam the under right here, right now? Probably. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I would think that's going to drop as we get closer. Turning it over to with this Bears defense also trending up the way they've been playing. Mm-hmm. Well, and that's just it. Like, Goff is not great under pressure. He's constantly making mistakes. He didn't for the first few games of the season. Wonderful. But his career has not been good when under pressure. And if the Bears are getting to him, then, yeah, I, I think that's a great side. This is BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM. Coming up next, our lightning bets, our favorite plays for tonight, right here on the BetQL Network.